This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermova, and today in episode 63, we're going to talk about planning the holidays with tech. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I suspect you are, but things can get so out of control over the holiday period. And obviously I'm recording this just before Christmas, but this would also relate even to um, Easter, Uh, Thanksgiving, any time that's busy and you've got a lot of people coming and going and it's just hard to keep everything in order. So I'm going to go through five different uh, techie ways, I guess, of keeping everything in check, five or six, depending on how, how, how you count it here. And these are things that are all free, simple, and I use them on a regular basis. If you have others, other ideas, I would love to hear about them and I encourage you to join our podcast um, community on Facebook. It's the Homeschooling with Technology community, and there will be a link to it in the show notes. The show notes you can find at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and on the episode, which is 63. So yes, um, come along there or post um, again on the show notes. Also, there's a place for comments because I'd love to learn about other ways that you might do this. The first tool is a very simple one, and maybe you're using it already, and that's Google Calendar. I love Google Calendar because you can share calendars with other people, and you can keep track of what everybody is doing. I am now an empty nester, so it's not quite as difficult to know what's going on, but definitely when I had a lot of teens, or when even then over the the holiday period when they're all coming into town, I need to know who's going to a party tonight, who's going to have friends, who's having friends over, um, who is going to be around because you need to know how to plan your meals, you need to know exactly what to expect. You also need to know when you need to be taking children who are not driving places or just who's going to need the car on which days. I remember one Christmas vacation where um, my children all came home, they were Um, or adults, most of them were adults at that point, and they all thought they could borrow my car, which I was happy for. The only thing was nobody talked to anybody else about where they were going, and so it was like, okay, bye, I'm off, and the other one said, oh, but I'm using mom's car. I'm going to see so-and-so. So there's just a good reason. Get everybody to use one calendar and put everything on it so that you have everything straight. You can look at it on your phone. You can look at it anywhere else, and you can just see who's where. The next tool that I use a lot um, is Doodle. Now, Doodle I typically use to find a time for my Science Olympiad team to meet. It is a tool that allows you to all say which times work for you and then the person who set it up can see who can make most times. So let's say you are trying to set up a Christmas party for a number of friends you would send them all a link, you'd go into Doodle and you'd set it up with the times you could make. You would send everybody the link and they then just um, click on the ones that they can do. And they can even have the choice of ones that they can do but they would rather not do. Um, So you can even take that into account. 
and once everybody has done it you just take a look and you can easily see which time is going to work for most people so you could do that as a planning parties just trying to get a couple of families together as soon as you're working with more than two or three people it this is a whole lot easier than group texts which can be extremely annoying or emails backwards and forwards or anything else like that this way everybody just says what they can do and the answer is apparent so that's doodle.com um, gift giving I am not going to actually deal with that in this episode. Just thought I'd better mention that at this point. I did talk about it extensively last year this time. And so you can go back and look at episode 10, Christmas Shopping the Techie Way. Um, I, if you haven't listened to it, or if you have, maybe you want a refresher, I go into a lot of detail. Everything from wish lists to keeping track of how much you've spent on each child, um, to how to get the best bang for your buck, how to save money, Christmas shopping, lots and lots of things like that. So um, I'm pretty proud of that episode. So do go and listen to it if you haven't already. But let's get back to uh, generally planning. So from the, from the point of view of planning gift giving, that's where you go to look. But you, some of that you'll be able to incorporate into what I'm telling you now. Now, meal planning is for me always the biggest headache. I do not like cooking, I do not like thinking about cooking, I prefer the eating part, but it has to happen. So once you've got your Google Calendar with all the times so that you know who's going to be here when, you then start to work out what you're going to eat on each day. I find that if you've sat down and done this all at the beginning, it frees you up to actually enjoy the time. And when it comes to your Christmas day or any other big days that you're going to have over Christmas, you can also work out who is going to bring what if you are having extended family joining you. Hand in hand with the meal planning is also just doing chores and both of these tasks you could use Trello for. I actually do use, and so I'll be talking about Trello a little bit more to do with um, the chores, but you could definitely do meal planning with uh, Trello boards. I like to do my meal planning though on, on Google Sheets. Again, this is a tool that everybody involved can have access to. So you put it in one place, no up and downing with trying to discuss it with people. And you could have it as an app on your phone as well, which means, although I can't use my phone to input things easily, I'm too old, but it is a place where you can access it easily. So for me, the meal planning is first of all what I'm going to eat. So once I've figured out what's going to be in each meal, when we're together, I also plan who's going to cook and who's going to clean because otherwise the same people with the tender consciences, mainly moms, they're the ones that do all the cooking and most of the cleaning. And the, the kids in particular tend to just forget and sometimes the men get wrapped up in watching sports and other things. So this way it's fair. Nobody has to feel guilty. Everybody knows when they're doing it. We will often, um, if it's a big meal, have somebody in charge for that meal. As everybody's got older in our house, anybody can cook, so it's not really important to have to be sure that you've got somebody old enough to operate the stove. But you can even plan down to who's going to be doing the table setting, who's going to be cleaning up, all the little tasks. And you can put a person's name against each thing. This means also that if your teens or adult kids or husband or whatever are out and about and they suddenly wonder, am I on 
on on cooking this meal or I'm am on cleaning because if they're cooking they need to be home a bit earlier to actually get it done or they're going to have a lot of mad people so they can pull out the app without having to text and try and find someone to look at the maybe the master plan you stuck on your kitchen um, fridge or something but they could just look on it and go oh no I'm not cooking today I can just arrive in time to eat so meal times everything else can all be carefully laid out on um, a spreadsheet or say Trello that everybody's looking at and can be sure as to when they're meant to be there and what they're meant to be cooking because that's the other thing you can link to your recipes so if you're wanting them to make a um, sweet corn chowder for supper you can you can be out doing other things and you can leave a link to it and they can find all the ingredients and literally follow directions then for the rest of the chores that needs to happen, and there just seem to be many of those over um, the holiday period, I like to use Trello. Again, you could use Google Sheets to just you know plan everything out. But on Trello, you could have um, a, a board for the whole holiday. I'm sorry, not a board, a list for the whole holiday on your, on your board. You could then have lists for each day. And I did do a whole episode on Trello. So... Um, I interviewed a real guru at it and there are links to various different Trello boards and examples. So if you've never used Trello before, this would be a good time to learn. It is very intuitive. It's not hard to learn. And definitely if you have a look at some of the links that you can find, and I will link to that episode, you will have a good idea as to what to do. I'll also put in this particular show notes episode um, a, a newer board by Brittany Joyner, who was the one I spoke to on uh uh, on the Trello episode and um, she has one on how Trello keeps me sane with holiday gift giving so you can see how she uses it for that but anyway so you'd have a list for the, for the whole holiday time perhaps a list for the week a list for the day and then you have done and w- these are like each are columns if you can imagine it if you've never seen Trello before um they're literally different columns you can put things in. Then you go and you put what you need to do. So you can sit and brainstorm right now and put on everything you can think of that needs to be done. And obviously you can add to it as you go along. And these are each like little cards that you put under your list. These can be color coded. So you could have ones that relate to cleaning, ones that relate to chores, ones that relate to buying gifts, all the different things. And then you put them in you can move them each week to say this is what I need to do this week. Pull them into the week at on a Sunday night, you can go through and pull onto the day everything that you need to do for Monday. And then on Monday night, you could go and leave everything you didn't get to and add all the rest that you need no, no needs to be done by Tuesday. On the actual data cards, when you get into them, you can have details. So you could have um, clean the kitchen. And then on that, you could detail who has to do what. And you can even have check boxes for your kids so they can check off as they have done it. There is a, a little checkbox thing so you could say this is what you all have to do and when you've done it please check your name off and then you put each kid's name there and they have to check it and you also can you can um, add all your kids your kids if they're all old enough to have their own emails you add them all to the board and then you pull their names onto the cards that relate to them so they can come on and quickly see what relates to them and what is just your chores and this is a way you can keep yourself really organized and during the day you can go back to see what I have to do next and as I said Trello is an app too so as you're running around thinking okay when I get home what am I doing next you can have a look and as you actually finish things you can drag that card from the day's list you drag it onto the done and it's really really satisfying at the end of the day to look back and see everything you've done and be able to click 
archive all the cards on the list and it'll whoosh, take them away. There's also a due date. So for instance, if you have cleaning chores that the kids have to do and you're telling them in advance, you can put a date by when they have to do it. Or if there's something that you know, a bill that has to be paid, you can put on there, you can again put a due date so it will highlight it. So I hope that I've convinced you to try Trello if you haven't yet. It's, it organizes my life. I use it literally on a day by day basis. It's how I know what to do all the time. Then once you've got all this meal planning done, you obviously have to go to the store to shop. I love AnyList. It's the app I have on my phone that I use to put everything I need to buy at the grocery stores. My one son found this when he was a teen and got us to all put it on our phones. And the neat thing about this is that anybody can add to it who has access. So for instance, he would run out of the cereal that he was using. And of course, I don't eat cereal, so I'd never know. But he could immediately pull up the app and add it. And then I would know and he wouldn't have to remember to tell me because we're probably in the kitchen at a different time. So if you are having, even my husband and I still use it because, you know, just he and I will add to it as we think of things during the week. We don't have to put them on a piece of paper. It means that if you're not near the fridge, even if you have a list at the fridge, you know, when you're about to take a shower and you realize there's not enough uh, shower gel, you don't want to have to remember it until you get to the kitchen. Rather, you know, grab your phone, which is probably closer to you, and add it to the list. When you get into the store, it will have a um, divided it up in the different categories so you'll have your fresh fruits and things will be together your canned um, things will be together your cereals will all be together so you can easily as you go around the store find everything at the same place and then you just click it off the list and uh, you can delete it as you go along um, or you can just keep it there and just mark that you've actually you've actually bought it if you want to just keep so you can see what you've got already. So it's 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 a really easy way to do your shopping. So um, that way you won't be running up and down to the store a million times. And plus, if your kids all have access to that and you just get back from the store and they say, oh, I needed this. And you say, well, did you put it on the list? And they say, well, no, they have no excuse. If they're a teen, they have a phone and there they have it. And so you don't have to even worry about feeling bad because you forgot to tell them. And that's the other thing. You can also, your husband can be coming home from work and say, oh, I'm stopping at Kroger on the way home. Is there anything that you need? He doesn't even have to ask you. He can stop, pull up the list and just see what you need and buy it and surprise you. The final thing is a tool you definitely use, but you may not think about it until it's too late. So I'm, I'm telling you now is Google Maps or Waze, or whatever you use as your GPS. Christmas time is crazy. The route you normally take to your normal places may not be the best route. Give yourself two minutes, a minute before you leave, pull up your GPS app and put in where you want to go and see if you really want to go your normal route or if perhaps you want to go a different route. You can also do this if you're um, traveling a bit further. Google can predict, um, I don't know about the other ones, I use Google Maps. Google can predict your, about how long it's going to take you based on previous year's information. So you can say, I'm, you know, wanting to go to the neighboring town to visit friends, whatever. You can say, I'm planning to leave on the 23rd at 1 p.m. And it will tell you when you're likely to get there. And you can see, well, maybe I'm going to miss the party, so I need to leave a little earlier. So um, that's another thing to do is to actually put in your start times. But do save yourself some stress and do that. 
Well, that is all I have for you right now. Um, just reminding you that if you're looking for some fun activities to do as a family that aren't expensive, do go to uh, Showhost Funder Funder Academy and take a look at their digital breakouts. They have two. These are perfect to do with big gatherings, especially when it's too cold to be outside. Depending on how many people you have, you could divide into teams and you could race and uh, see who can solve these first. Obviously, they both have educational value. They're both history-based, the two that I have currently in our store. And I will link to both of those in the show notes as well. So that's it. I will be doing reruns for the next two weeks of popular episodes that you may have missed if you've joined us recently or that you may want to re-listen to. And then I will be back with a new live, uh, not live, but a new a new podcast um, episode on the 1st of January because we're going to be talking then about our planning our techie habits and resolutions you may want to make for the new year. So be sure to catch that close to the beginning of the year to set the tone for the whole year. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.